Hello everybody, how are you today? I'm doing pretty darn good. It's uh, 46 degrees outside, the sun's shining. And, and I mean that it is above zero this time and I'm pretty excited about that. I mean, uh, that the, that the temperature that we were having a couple weeks ago was a real kick in the coin purse, let me tell you. <clears throat> kind of cold out, but anyway, this is really nice and warm. I'll take it. I just left southern Minnesota on my way to central Minnesota right now, and the the fields, there's a lot of fields. This is, I live in farm country. You look around, all you see is plowed up corn and bean fields this time of year, and they're either covered in snow or they're not, and I'm very glad to say that the snow is pretty much off of all the fields on my way up there. So yes, very happy about that, really excited about that. Um, what can I say, uh, last night, you know, I, I finished stacking what I had split in the wood pile, and uh, which is gonna kinda lead into today's episode, which will include, uh, you know, your small equipment and your small engines on the farm or your homestead, say you moved from town, you had an electric mower, an electric weed whipper, shit was good, and that was good enough. Well, I'm, go- I'm, I'm, I'm here to kind of put pump the brakes a little bit. If you're moving into the country, your electric mower might not quite cut the mustard unless you're only mowing around your house. And if you're only mowing around your house and you live in central Minnesota like I do, uh, and the rest of your yard's going to be a frickin' jungle, or it's going to have animals on it and stuff like that, um, you might get mosquitoes if you don't mow. Uh, you get them even if you do mow because there's woods and this, that, and the other thing. But uh, I, I, I wanted to talk today about gas engines, uh, like your chainsaws, your lawn mowers, your boat motors for that matter, your weed whippers, uh, leaf blowers, your, your frickin' uh, uh, hedge trimmers, your gas operated ones, uh, generators, um, older stuff, you know, old, old lawn mowers, rider lawn mowers, push lawn mowers, all that stuff. Uh, anything that you either mix gas for or pour gas into that is a small engine a very important thing for that is that you use non-oxygenated gas. Okay, now let me repeat that. Non-oxygenated gas. Yes, that means no ethanol added. Usually it's about 91 or 92% octane. Not every gas station has it. Uh, that is what you use in your small engines, and I will tell you why. If you use, you know, everybody fills their car up with this, I mean, if you're like me, you fill it up with 87, because you go just as many miles as you do with 91, okay? Now, just because something has 91% octane does not make it non-oxygenated gas. It needs to say non-oxygenated gas. It's, it's a big thing. Anyway, so this 87 that you fill up in your car, your car was designed to burn 
and work with 87% gas or 87% ethanol, whatever the fuck it is, gasoline. Okay. But your small engines were not. Your small engines are usually carbureted and they were designed to work with old style gasoline like they used to have back in the day. That's why this non-oxygenated gas goes in like collector vehicles and stuff like that. So your carburetor will gum up. It'll run on that 87% shit that you buy. But your carburetor will eventually gum up and there will be crud in it. And your engine will eventually give up the ghost a little quicker if you're running the stuff that you put in your car. If you run non-oxygenated, however, a couple things. The gas in your car, you know, you're filling it up roughly once every week or two. Now, the gas in your small engines are not run quite as much. So, it sits in the carburetor and non-oxygenated gas has a longer shelf life per se. So, the 87 that you're putting in there does not have a very long shelf life because they're really cranking through it. I mean, that's what most of America runs on, is that 87 gasoline. So... You know, the gasoline's a week old, you put it in your car, you burn it in less than a week, no big deal, right? In your small engines, it could be sitting there for six months and you're not using it. That really hurts it. Non-oxygenated gas, however, works very well like that. It has a very long shelf life. And on top of that, you're while well, you're like, I use 87% and just dump in fuel stabilizer. Yes, that's wonderful, but you will still eventually, in the long term, your engine will not last as long with that 87%, even if you're using fuel stabilizer. So, very important, small engines, put non-oxygenated gas in there, and then, I mean, even like four-wheelers and stuff like that, ATVs, uh, UTVs, snowmobiles, freaking golf carts, all that shit. Non-oxygenated gas is really good in it. Boats, really important for boat motors. Uh, I was talking to one of my friends the other day, and he said that he had to get, I forget what it was, it was like the, the heads cleaned, or uh, shit, what is it? the injectors cleaned on his boat every year. Well, one year he just, you know, thought, shit, I'm just going to start running non-oxy in there. So he starts running some non-oxy. He went to the place and said, yep, clean the injectors like we do every year. And they said, to be honest with you, we opened it up and it was really not worth cleaning. You must have changed something in what you do. He says, yes, I started using non-oxygenated gas. So that really helped him in the boat department. And it's one less thing he has to do a year Uh, to his boat, and that can cost a hell of a lot of money. Um, It it may cost more per gallon, but in the long run, it will save you money. So, I just uh, wanted to let you all know that, because when you're homesteading and doing stuff with poultry and all this busy stuff you're doing, you probably have a small engine around, 
and you need to know what kind of gas to put in it. Also, that, that 87%, anything that has ethanol in it, ethanol eats away at plastic, okay? So, anything that eats away at plastic means plastic is going through your engine. Uh, and your gas tanks will eventually start to leak if you store it in there for a long time, too. So, you're welcome. I'm very happy that you were listening today. God bless you. Uh, if you do want to connect, I have an uh, email. It is ziggy underscore 519 at yahoo.com. Uh, Instagram, I'd love to connect with you there. It is Poultry Homestead. Um, I know it, it's a little disappointing uh, to not have anything about poultry today, but I, I just I had to say it. I have been preaching this to people for years. Not everybody listens, and I'm seeing the repercussions that they have to re- to pay for this. So, uh, yes, if you're running small engines, non-oxygenated gas, all you need to know. Anyway, thank you for tuning in. I sure appreciate it. Have a good one.